Well, I blew that one. I'm sorry. It's uh, the loosen up behind the controls this morning. I'm Brad Hildebrand. That's John Combest. This is BJShow.co. John Combest, you can check out his website. He updates all the political happenings in the state of Missouri every single day. For the last 22 years, JohnCombest.com, C-O-M-B-E-S-T, JohnCombest.com. Okay, couple things to, do we finish talking about the uh, the uh, heads of all the Ivy League universities? Is, are we good on that? I think so, and as long as they didn't say anything interesting, they came out of there. By the way, I would assume, Brad, that if you take any one of those universities, the amount of time, the amount that they spent on media training for every one of them would, would be north of $100,000, bare minimum. Really? Absolutely. So if you're if you if you hire an agency staffer, they're billed at you know three hundred four hundred dollars an hour. So you have five of them, six of them in a room for a week training these speakers. Like that appearance cost them at least a hundred grand. Wow. No for kidding. Sure. Wow. I, <laughs> I'm being in the media business my entire life. I guess I'm somewhat even astounded at that. Yeah, it, it before, you know, and if you turn on a local ag station, before you hear a marketing director talking about what she thinks of the new seed brought to brought to by an ag company, that young woman or young man will have gone through 30 hours of media training and have and have done an hour phone call briefing before that interview with with their comms people. Now, what's interesting about that is you're on the opposite side of the coin that I am when you used to work mm -hmm. for Monsanto and Bear. I get people that call me from time to time, uh, PR people that want to have, have me interview one of their guests, somebody that they want to you know sure. promote a product or a service or some cause they're doing, and they will ask me, "Can you send me a list of the questions you're going to ask?" Unbelievable. And my response is always, no, I cannot and I will not because I don't really know what I'm going to ask till I get them on the air. Yeah, and absolutely. They, and they and will Brad, say, you have turned down opportunities to interview people well, because yeah. uh, because the PR people said, well, we want to see your questions in advance, right? Right. And I don't have any questions in advance. I mean, typically yeah. when I get some, yeah. you know, now, I don't, a, a fair a fair thing to do, Brad, I imagine if a PR person had said, hey, what, what are some of the things that you want to talk about? You'd be happy to tick through a list of things you want to talk well, about. So as a PR person, that's a better approach to it. Typically, when I call somebody um, and I will tell them, look, and, and a lot of times I'm calling people I've heard on other radio stations or I've read articles about, you know, in on one of the websites or something like that, or someone that I know specifically who's involved in some kind of an organization. Um, you know, like, for example, I mean, some of the ones we do, which are the ones we promote as far as I've had Salvation Army people on, yep. um, you know, talking about what they do. And, you know, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. We get them on the air and sometimes they say, what are you going to ask me? I said, I don't know. When you turn on the mics, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Now, on my end, that may sound like I'm somewhat unprepared, but I will never forget the fact that if you go back to the old days of the Johnny Carson show, one of the things that Johnny Carson did, he never would meet with the guests ahead of time. I didn't know that. That's yes. interesting. And his idea was that, and his, 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 his motive behind that was, he wanted to have them on the air, and he wanted it to be spontaneous, not like it was scripted. Now, what's yeah, interesting yeah, is, exactly. along comes Jay Leno, and Jay Leno did just the opposite. Jay Leno, when they yeah. did rehearsals, they would go through the guests and stuff like that. And I think that's why some people didn't like Jay Leno, because he, he came off as sort of phony. You know, I mean, I've always liked Jay Leno. I don't really, the people that hated Jay Leno, to me, he was, you know, he's just, and if you know his background, 
I find these these guys who have gone from rags to riches fascinating. I mean, he, you know, he's a car guy, and everybody knows that he has Jay Leno's garage. He has a bunch of YouTube channels, and he has this unbelievable car collection. And he told the story about when he came to Los Angeles, and I think he was originally from New York or someplace like that, uh, someplace in the East Coast. He drove there in like an old, like a 54 Buick or something like that, and literally lived in his car. Now, back in the days of those old 54 Buicks, you could probably there was room. <laughs> right, almost play pickleball in the backseat. I'm exaggerating, <laughs> obviously. But one of the interesting things was he searched and found that car when he became successful and bought it and completely restored it. But see, those are the guys that I have a tremendous amount of, of of appreciation for because of the fact that they've risen from essentially you know the lowest levels of humanity yeah. and i shouldn't say humanity but you know no you know no no and, other... str- and he struggled for years and stand up and was just they're just dying to get a break on national television right. it's not like the guy who is the son of the president of what's one of the big companies in, in st louis who's absolutely headquarters, you know, what's one of the what it would it be like like it's not Emerson like or purina it's not like he's a danforth right it's not like or he's, an ashcroft right or, or you know, like at the son of the guy who is ceo of stiefel uh, uh downtown yeah. and he goes to country Country Day, and he goes to or walk. Billy Bush, right, 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 yeah. right, right. And it's interesting because uh, I got this article I, uh, yesterday, which I thought was interesting. And the article was titled "These Celebrities Wanted Their Children to Live More Independent Lives," and it goes through all these people, like George Lucas, how what he's worth, eight point six billion dollars. He's got four kids. Talks about what he's do- doing with his kids. The one that got me was Bill Gates. That says Bill Gates is, was one point in time the richest man in the world. He's still worth over a hundred billion dollars, and it said that he has purposely decided not to spoil his kids and he's only going to give them 10 million dollars and i wow. think that's <laughs> a hardship i think of myself i wish my dad would have done that with me you know hey son i'm not going to spoil you so you only get 10 million dollars and the way it was written i thought to myself okay so maybe that shows you just how to touch yeah you know bill yeah, gates is because how many families when they are essentially uh, you know essentially Dividing up their 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 wealth, their fortune, um, are going to give someone who's even in six figures. I mean, six figures. If you knew someone right. that right. their you know their parents say we're going to give Jimmy a hundred thousand dollars, you know, to to you know have his start in life. I mean, most people go like, whoa, a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I'd be happy with you know with a gift certificate. That's a to, ton of money. To, I'd be happy with a gift certificate to uh, you know to Wally World or something like that. You know. Yeah. Or anyway. Freddy's Steak Burgers or, or Little Debbie's or one of your favorite <laughs> breakfast meals. I have a problem that someone took care of me, and I won't embarrass who that is that they're listening right now, but I could not find chocolate Little Debbie's Christmas trees, and someone gave me a box of them yesterday, and I have to admit, they were in the car. There's five Little Debbie's uh, chocolate Christmas trees in that box when it comes from the factory. There's only one of them left. <laughs> I ate four Brad. of them. Brad. I ate four of them when I was driving As a car guy, Brad, this is an important question. Yeah. Do you eat in your car? All the time. Wow. See, I eating is banned in, in the Combest car. See, I've probably eaten. I probably eat. I only think yesterday where I, I, I did. Yesterday was Whopper Wednesday. I ate the Whopper, uh, the, the, the Burger King right there at Highway and uh, 180 in Villa Ridge. Uh, that, was, that, was, uh, that was lunch. And then dinner last night. You know what dinner was last night? Uh, uh, I don't know. 
I went to this event. Matter of fact, let's take a couple minutes and talk about this. I went to this event at the, uh, I didn't even know the place existed, which is sort of interesting. I went to this event last night, and I got out of there at about eh, 545. It started at 4. I left about 545. I went up to the, and it was down off of Technology Drive in O'Fallon. And I went up to the, the QT right there uh, at Highway K, just north of uh, 4064. And my dinner was a big Q which had my special mix of uh, Diet Pepsi and Mountain Dew. That's like, you know, like my Mountain Dew light kind of stuff. Uh, had a little bit of uh, vanilla squirted into there. And a discount donut. At QT, after 3 o'clock, all the donuts nice. are, are 79 nice. cents. Nice, I didn't know that. I'm not a donut guy, but that sounds like a great deal. Oh, it was. Okay, so last night I went to this event, and it was interesting because, let me see if I can find the whole story on this. This was an interesting event. Um, I should be more prepared. Here we go again. Uh, and it was on Technology Drive. Was it a fundraiser for MasterCard? Well, no, okay, or here, here was. Or one of the companies here, out there? Here, this was the EDC, the Economic Development Council of St. Charles County. Now, here's what's interesting. I know this guy, Scott Dracknick, okay? Scott Dracula? Scott Dracknick, D-R-A-C-H. Oh, okay. I was hoping it was Dracula. No, Scott Dracknick, D-R-A-C-H-N-I-K. And he's the director of the EDC, which back in the day was known as the Synergy Center. The Synergy Center was on was a building they built on Mid Rivers Mall Drive, um, in not too far from the community college. If you know where the the, the funeral home is, there Steigers, I believe it is. It's yeah. right across the street from Steigers. It's about midway between Highway and Central School Road and Cottleville Parkway. If you know the area, matter okay. of fact, yeah. it's right. If you know where the Old Hickory Country Club is, it's right next to the, uh, when you go into the entrance for the Old Hickory Country Club, uh, the road that goes back to Old Hickory, if you take that road, you can get into the parking lot for the EDC. So okay. this was the uh, EDC Economic Development Council of St. Charles County, and this was their happy celebrations. And it says, we're looking forward to you, uh, seeing you tomorrow at our annual holiday celebration. Drinks and appetizers will be served as we kick off the holiday season and celebrate a year of partnership and friendship. Now here's where it was at. It was at the Field to Table Institute. Do you know about this? Uh, no, I don't. I'm guessing it has something to do with agriculture. Well, yes and no. Um, it does to a certain extent. It's located on the Darden Prairie campus of St. Charles Community College. Now, at first, and you say that to most people who live in St. Charles County, they're going, okay, hold on. St. Charles Community College has a campus in Darden Prairie. If you go back in history, there, is, there was a high school that was built by one of the local developers who ultimately, I think, went bankrupt over this. It was called Barat Academy. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. They're not still around? No. They, what happened was they built this fancy campus up there on technology drive which essentially is the north service road of highway 40 about a eh, mile mile and a half west of k and uh it included a nice building which was the um classroom had athletic field and this was the field house where we were last night was the field house that unfortunately that barat academy went through bankruptcy uh, they got, believe it or not, they got the building foreclosed on them. They moved out to um, an old church that they rented on um, Wild Horse Creek Road. I uh, see that now on Wikipedia, yeah. Right, and I don't know if they're still there or not. Um, and they, they paused operations in April of 2023. So they're no longer in a... In yeah, they closed in June after dwindling to 23 students. 
Yeah, it was it was a good it was a good idea that didn't t- quite turn out quite right. So what they did was the campus then was bought by Lindenwood, and Lindenwood used it as some kind of a a um, you know um, they have a lot of these satellite campuses, and then yep. it was bought by St. Charles County Community College. So okay. this building, what it does is it was a building where they teach culinary arts, they teach cooking and stuff like that. And it was really cool because they had all these kitchens there and the food they were serving last night was made in the kitchens, which are classrooms. When you go to this building, when you walk in, it's like a big empty space and that's for like, you know, classes and things like that. But yet on each end of the building, there's a, like a smaller kitchen, then there's a main kitchen on the other end of the building. And these are classrooms for students who want to start a career in food service, uh, you know, culinary nice. arts, whatever you would call it. And it was interesting because I ran into a lot of interesting people last night. One of them, Dan Borkmeyer. Do you know who Dan? Oh, wow. Running for St. Louis County Executive. But St. Charles County. But he told me not. He says, no, not true. I asked him because he actually came up to me. Oh, wow. Because okay. I know <laughs> there's an interesting story behind Dan Borgmeyer. Dan Borgmeyer used to run a very successful advertising agency. And his one of his big clients was Evelyn Wood's Reading Dynamics. Do you remember this? The speed reading classes? I, I remember the name, yeah. Okay. Here's my running joke. One day when I was in an event with, <laughs> with Shelly, Dan was over there. And I said, watch this. And I, you know, sorry, Shelly, follow me over. And I said to Dan, I just said, Dan, Evelyn Wooding, Evelyn Woods, Reading Dynamics, 878. And he just picked up from there and did the commercial off the top of his head. He had the national wow. advertising for Evelyn Wood Dynamics. He recorded the commercials himself. It was his voice all around the country. And he would do like when he did an advertising campaign, let's say they were in 50 markets. He would record this commercial 50 different times. Which, wow, to specialize for every state. Each market, each market they were in, and he localized it. You know, in Cincinnati, call, you know, 210, blah, 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 blah. So he still has this commercial embedded in his brain. Now, and he came up to me to, he's, him and I, believe it or not, I'm actually um, doing a couple little things with him with St. Charles City, and he's a great guy. You know, I mean, you know, what's interesting about this is sometimes you get these politicians that are just in a position that they, you know, it sort of reminds me of what Josh Hawley said he wouldn't do when he said when he got elected as the attorney general he said he wouldn't use the job of his attorney general as a stepping stone to a higher job and guess what he did he did exactly that but dan borgmeyer and this is my opinion same thing i I ran a len pagano last night who's the mayor of saint peter's these guys are happy that they're in their communities they're proud of their communities and they are doing what they can do what they feel they can do to make their community better and better and better I love that mindset. Yeah, I, I will say that's the truth of Mayor Hennessy and O'Fallon. I've I know him for several years, and he's not like my drinking buddy. None of these guys are. These guys that I essentially have a business relationship with them from the radio station and, and talking with them at chamber events and various events and things like that. But anyway, Dan was talking to me about something I'm working on with him. You know, with with the radio station, which I can't talk about right now. But um, I asked him point blank. I said, "Are you going to be a county executive?" Uh, candidate and he told me no he says no he says he says people have keep saying that that's what i want to do but he says he says i'm really happy being the mayor i said okay fine so it's mike elam mike elam 
And supposedly, um, Mayor, uh, Nick Guccione, who's the mayor of Wentzville, and also, and I can't remember his first name. Um, his name is, his last name is Laws, which is interesting. He's uh, with the county police. He's like a captain or a colonel or something with the county police. And Laws, just like the guy used to be the sheriff of Franklin, of Lincoln County over in, not Lincoln County, St. Clair County, Illinois. His name was Merle Justice. Sounds oh, like what? That's beautiful. That sounds like a stage name. <laughs> it sounds like something you out know, of. A lot of people across the river, Brad, as you know, because you're a big fan of Sage, have stage names. Maybe that was his stage name. I don't think he was ever at Sage. Tell you the truth, Mary. <laughs> Although I, that is in St. Clair County. Maybe he was there. I don't know. Who knows? He could be. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for our day today. Uh, any last minute comments? Not at all. You can go to johncomest.com to see what's new today. Also, for holiday shopping. You can go to Amazon and you can look up my book if you're involved in social media, how to handle social media harassment, trolling, the dark side of things like Facebook, Instagram. Just look for my name, John Combest, on Instagram. The book is called The Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling. And it's really easy to find him if you go on Amazon. You just put in his name and bang, it takes you right to the book. That's John, right. John Combest, C-O-M-B-E-S-T, and you can check out johncombest.com. John, we'll do it again tomorrow. Hard to believe tomorrow's a Friday. What day is this for us for the show? Is this day 13? Today is day number 12. 12. Tomorrow's day Tomorrow 13. will be Lucky 13, Lurk, Friday, lucky 13. the 13th show. We'll see you tomorrow. It's 8 o'clock.